Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. This is Berk, son. It was the home of your grandparents and their grandparents before them. But out there, beyond the edge of the world, lies the home of the dragons. And I believe it's your destiny to one day find this hidden world. You do know my leg isn't a chew toy, don't you? Is this what you want? Yeah, go get it. Uh, how am I supposed to get down? <laughs> hey, bud, wait up! Well, I started out all alone. He's not the only one. Another night fury. But I ain't got weeks. It's more like a bright fury. A light fury. Yeah, yours is better, probably. There is an armada with enough cages for all of our dragons. This is a new kind of enemy. We need to find the hidden world. I will destroy everything you love. Toothless, no! You're nothing without your dragon. If Grimmel succeeds, there won't be any dragons left. And it's up to us to put an end to it. So, what are you gonna do about it? Suit up, gang. We have one shot at this. You brought a baby to a battle? I couldn't find a sitter. Hidden world. It really does exist. Now that's a king. You're right, bud. It's time. Well, look who it is. <laughs> Not a word. Welcome, everybody, to the Animation Station Podcast. Episode 145, my name is Josh. I'm Hannah. And today we are joined again by Mr. Gavin Audison from what the Podcateers, and formerly the ASP. Yep. He's a former host, former friend, and now he's back. Whoa. I think former Shit. friend is a bit of a, a little a little spilt tea here, so let's, uh... Uh, you know, you know. Uh, so, so Gabby, how's it going in the uh, the week since we've uh, talked to you? <laughs> it's, it's going good. We had a fun day at Disneyland yesterday. Oh, yeah, sure. And, rub it in. Uh, wait, wait. Everybody, hold on. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Missed all the fizz. Yeah. Put it, you got to put it in the mic so we can hear it. <laughs> My Dr. Pepper fizzing over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. So go ahead, Gavin. Uh, things are good. Wow. I was expecting a little bit more of a dissertation, <laughs> and you were just like, it's good. Well, you know, not a whole lot has happened since uh, we last chatted. I went to work for five days and uh, went to Disneyland yesterday. Well, you've got some special guests, special yes, we, uh, special tenants. We have our pals from Hilt Radio in the house. That's uh, that's Brittany and Remy DeCosmo. That's those right. Two? Yep, those are the main ones. <laughs> they brought the ones their that driver matter. Liam with them, too. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, oh, they're drivers. They're chauffeurs. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, fun times. And who knows? Maybe uh, they'll grace us with their sleepy presence. Maybe eventually. Maybe. Very possible. Yeah. It's 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 actually almost 100% probable that we'll hear the youngest of them. <laughs> oh, little Rimster. It's been a while <laughs> since Remy's been on the show. Well, always. Special, special guest Remy soon. All right. So anybody got any of that good, good news? Good, good news? Good news? Good news? Well... They've uh, expanded the casting for the new uh, dub of Fruits Basket. They have. Yes. Speaking of Fruits Basket, I just finished that yesterday. Did you? I finished it. How was the rewatch? It was good. I skipped a few episodes because well, I didn't care. You got it. <laughs> so got I was it. just like, no. Like when you're rereading the manga, I don't skip anything because it's just that good. It's like 23 issues and you don't skip a single Yeah, page. the bit with... Uh, when they went to Ayame's, what you dissing yeah. on my man? No, I skipped that. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm all, I was like, I'm all right. I'll no, I, I love that character, but Ayame has been one of my favorites. And they announced that Christopher Sabat is going to be Ayame. I I'm interested in who they're going to get to be hero because yeah. it, because it was the young Alphonse Elric. Yeah, and now uh, he's back a little, in the day. He's a he's he's way older. He's older now. And that will need to be adjusted. I want to do it. You want to do it? I don't think they've probably already cast, but I'm just like, oh yeah, they're probably Funimation. Please um, let me be. Let me be hero. Have you been seeing Caitlyn's tweets? Like, she pick does... up that shoe, you bit. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> have you been seeing Caitlyn Glass's tweets when she announces? Like, yes, like all the puns that she inserts into it's it. It's been bad. I applaud you, no, Caitlyn Glass. No, it's oh, been no, good. no, no. They're they're great, but at the same time, you look at him, just like. Caitlin, oh. how long did it take you to come up with that? Because I'm so, impressed. <laughs> like when they announced, uh, uh, what, what's the name of the dragon? Toothless. No. Hi- Not that dragon. Hi- Hi- <laughs> Elliot. It starts with an H. It does start with an H. Uh, when they announced it, it was like, we're not dragging this one out. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> uh, like, that was that was bad. It was no, that's so good. bad. No, that's, it was good, but it good. was so bad. That's good. Well, that's puns. Oh, that is God. the world all of puns, puns, though. All puns bad. So, no, Josh and I are really I, excited about like, fru- the Fruits Baskets redub. We're very upset that so far, like, the premiere in theaters is not yet been scheduled <laughs> to take place in Oklahoma. Uh, but we're hoping that maybe they will add a day so then we can get to participate because the swag for that looks really cool too. Uh, that loud sound you just heard was Josh trying to throw a water bottle out of the booth and missing. He tried. Yeah. But <laughs> Josh, I caught it though. Pod. A for effort. I, yeah, I caught it. You know, I'm good like that. <laughs> it didn't hit the mic. <laughs> it did not hit the mic, no. Um, we should have a blooper reel at the end of the episode. Oh, that's the NPR. <laughs> That's gonna go at the end of the episode. Nice. Uh, we should just, wait. We should... Have Have either of you guys read the Fruits Basket manga? Hannah has. Yeah. I, um, I we would get it from the library for a really long time, and then I started working at the bookstore, and mm-hmm. then I would buy them as they came out with my sister. So she still has the like original printing where it was like the manga scanlations that were, um. The almost like not official ones. The yeah. The ones where it looks like. But they were still someone like. Someone photocopied them. And they were photocopied. So like going back yeah. and like do it like because I my sister's buying me now the new collector's editions that are just gorgeous. 
and they're like the original art so they're not like the thick harsh lines from the original i go wow they've done a lot of editing and tess is like no that's actually what the art originally looked like it just didn't look like that here (laughs) so um this fruits baskets for me i was reading like fruits basket and a rooney kenshin about the same time and both of those ended Mm -hmm. about the same time and um both of those are like top five manga series for me yeah Nice. Yeah, it's interesting that Fruits Basket was pretty much my very first exposure to manga. Uh, it was one of the very first series that Barnes & Noble began carrying back in the early 2000s. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I had no idea what manga was before I started working at Barnes & Noble. And uh, yeah, like the earliest one I remember was Fruits Basket. Is it? So is it a? It's, just, it's, it's been around. Is for it a light purple cover or is it a light blue cover? It's like a tealy color. Okay. Like a, or like a... a soft mint blue. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a special cover, and then yeah. it have like the characters. Each. It had like each one issue, or like oh, we're gonna get more of this person because they're on the cover, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun time. Fun times and fast times at Ridgemont High. Um, no, not quite. The uh, our uh, <laughs> unlocked D and I don't remember if we talked about it last week, but our unlocked D and D extravaganza will be March sixteenth. Nice. We, we have a date figured out, so it's going to be March sixteenth in Dallas. Um, tickets are available. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll announce Under where Dallas. we're going. Yeah, we're going to announce we're gonna where we do it. Uh, if you want to show up, if you're in Dallas, feel free. Oh, that's cool. I mean. You know, we're going to be doing it at a uh, I'm just waiting for the confirmation, but it looks like we're going to be doing it at a game shop. Like yeah. like I think we talked about it last mm-hmm. week. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast last week. Gotcha. Yeah. But that's really exciting. Yeah. So that's like free advertisement for the local gun place, too. Exactly. So like I, I left message. I mean, I called um, I left uh, my message with everything. So I'm just waiting for them to give me a call back. So hopefully Monday I can lock down where it's going to be. And everything like that, and start posting that. But we're gonna have Christopher Waycamp, uh, voice actor for works at Funimation. Oh, they all work at Funimation. So uh, yeah, Christopher Way, fan, just uh, Waycamp, leave with that. exactly. <laughs> uh, Hayden Devore and uh, Mr. Rico Farharda is going to be there as well. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, and Crystal Reese will be our camera operator. Awesome. Yeah. What are you doing March 16th? It's a Saturday. I'm gonna take a wild throw. You're probably working. Yeah. Well, if you're not, you can come with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that way you can go see Rico again. That's that's like I'm going to take a wild fastball guess. Work. Then I'm going to be closing that night. <laughs> uh, lame. That's lame. <laughs> uh, also, next week we're going to be doing our Dragon Prince Season 2 episode. You devoured so, that thing in like a day, didn't oh you? Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to do it again uh, for this week <laughs> so I can be nice and fresh for Have when everything all, happens. All the pop culture references that you were throwing mm-hmm. at me nice and fresh oh my at the gosh. forefront of your mind. We got Sailor Moon ones. We had <laughs> Avatar ones. There was One Does Not Simply Walk Into... Uh, Zadia reference, which is a totally a, a Sean Bean. And I was like, bravo, everyone. You <laughs> did great. Everyone was so good. It, it made me laugh. Good. It, yeah. The, these are all things from the Dragon Prince yep. series? Yep. Okay. Gavin, you should watch the Dragon. Well, okay, so. Well, it sounds like it's referencing only things I don't know about. You don't know what I get? the one does not simply walk into Mordor meme with Sean Bean? No, I have no idea what that is. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you know Lord of oh. the Rings? 
One does not simply no, walk into Mordor. You worked at a bookstore. Hey, that doesn't mean anything. From my yeah, but he should know that they files. were movies, though. You can know that they're movies and not have watched the movies. Well, but it's but know that they are he's books also and not married have to read Charlie. the books. He's married to Charlie. That though. actually doesn't mean too much. Because there can be yeah. a difference as of opinion yeah, and seen taste. All of Stargate. It's not Lord yeah, of the Rings. That's because I like Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. I was forced to watch the Lord of the Rings movie, and I still hold that grudge against a particular friend of mine who did not tell me yes. it was going to be extended versions in one damn day. Yeah. That was a, <laughs> that was a misstep by my said best friend. You should, you should have been like me and fell asleep during the two towers. I was because, too like, angry. Because the majority of that, it's a, you can just fall asleep, and then you wake up, and you're like, ah, Helm's Deep, okay. And it's like, now, oh, now Legolas happen. is now going to go like skiing on a shield. Okay. And then you can basically... Okay. Just sleep through all of Return of the King. Because I always wake up good. at the same part where he's in like the land of the dead, uh, doing yeah. his like "What say you?" and I go, "Okay, we're into the good parts. I can start paying attention now." Yeah, I just sleep, uh, but just yeah, <laughs> I have. I am surrounded by my older brother, my younger brother, my sister, and my brother-in-law are all obsessed with Lord of the Rings, and I'm over here, Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> Well, them Chronicles and Narnia. Oh, then were they great. made a sad series of films. <laughs> the first one wasn't bad. Caspian was not good. I okay, so and I then still I didn't like... even see Treader. D- Disney just doesn't know how to do series. No, well, and they just don't. Netflix has it now, so they're gonna do a series for. Yeah, they're starting it over. Yes, right? they're gonna completely restart yeah. Chronicles of Narnia, which I'm giddy about, and I hope they do it right. I mean, I love the cast. I think they're gonna start kicking people out after. <laughs> See, I loved the cast of the movies, and I enjoy them for, like, what they are. Like, I'll just put them in and watch them. Can I argue that they're really good movies? No, I can't. But they're still movies that I enjoy to watch every once in a while. You know what they should reboot on Netflix? Percy Jackson. Actually make it good. Please. That would be amazing. If they See, actually that's what I wish that they would do with Artemis Fowl. Oh, yeah. Disney's going to ruin it. He's going to ruin it. I wish it was animated. And yeah. I wish it came I'm out like 15 you, years ago. They just have a terrible track record with series. I don't yeah. even know who's going to be Artemis Fowl. Like, are, like is it actually going to be a kid? Yeah, okay, he's a good. kid. I, yeah. I, I was hoping they weren't going to like. Unfortunately, Percy I love, Jackson, I the love kid? Logan Lerman. I love but I'm him. like, bro, he's 12, man. If they, if they got him like 10 years earlier and got Logan when he was younger, that would have been perfect. But he was too old. Yeah. You know? Could have got a young Joss Hutcherson. See, no, I don't see Josh as oh, Percy, no. though. You're right. Nah. Oh, well. One day. We'll see. <laughs> One day. One day something will happen. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. off on that tangent, this was the uh, the We All Worked at a Bookshop um, <laughs> edition of, of the series. Um, but our good friends over at Squared Co. are doing some awesome... Uh, They've, the last few episodes have been really, really good. They did an episode on Hilda, which is the Netflix series. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Love it. Um, and now they're doing... Uh, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. So Jared is... Uh, our good friend Jared Mariama is watching Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time. For the first time? For the first time. For the See, first time in forever. that would be really interesting to like watch a show with someone that's never seen it before. And then like record it. Just like what they're doing. Uh, are you moving it? Oh no, no, you're good. No, 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 you're. I can't move. Like this is too no, close. No, I, I, I was, I was move. Oh, 
Oh, that's right. I didn't yes. know that that was moving that. Uh, there. I was trying to get you in frame for the for the I'm camera. Like, uh, moving the mic because I've also got the shield situation. Yeah. <laughs> we do our best. Doing the best we can. One day we'll be professional. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. Okay. Anybody else have any news? Gabby, you got any news? Uh, I don't think I have any news this week, no. Oh. You guys watch that new Spark short? Uh, no. Oh, I've yeah. I've not watched any Spark Kickbull? Shorts. Yeah. Kickbull? I watched Umbrella Academy. I want to watch that, too. It's good. Did you watch Smash and Grab, Josh? What's that? Okay, then that's a no. <laughs> Uh, there's three Spark Shorts. Oh, yeah, so no, far. I've not watched any of the Spark Shorts. You Okay, so uh, oh, only man. watch Kickball if you're prepared to feel emotional. Me feel emotional? I just watched Fruit Basket. Why would I ever feel emotional? <laughs> I got to that bit with Momiji, and I was just like, it still, it still gets me to this day. I was just like... Talk about tragic backstory. So sad. So he has a little sister, and I'm just like, oh, he just wants to... I, I, Mom- I love I, that I, we're back onto Fruits Basket. Yeah, so I hope that they do the same thing <laughs> with Momiji this season. Like he had, he delivered all of like the dark stuff when it was anything that was going to be. It's this is going to be a super serious topic. Momiji had to deliver it, and I love that. Well, that's kind of how that they... it was in the manga too. It will expect, uh, with the exception of when it would get to the Kyo stuff, like that was and all. Then Shigure s- would pop up. That was all Sensei. Okay. Sensei would, oh, I love Sensei. Yeah. So Kazuma? Sen, yes. He would come in and he would deliver a lot of Kyo stuff from the manga. So I'm curious to see if they'll do that in the new show. Yeah. But yeah, Momiji telling everything. And then when he was explaining the whole thing with, uh, is it Ritsu? The tiger? Yes. When he was explaining everything and about see, her. That's, that's, and I was just like, oh my god. He gosh. comes over with them in the manga. So yeah, a lot of the serious stuff is delivered by him. Good. I like that. Yeah. He's by far my favorite character in that entire thing. I don't know. I love Hana. Hana, yeah. <laughs> With her electrical waves. Oh, God. When she had to, you know, kind of be like, no, we can't touch her. She has to go do her own thing. And then she starts crying. And I was just like, oh. I love her. Got me. Uh, <laughs> Gavin, go watch Fruits so, Basket. So why, why isn't it called Fruit Basket? Well, because, Gavin... They talk about fruits basket, <laughs> um, because apparently it's this game in that she played when she like her friends played when they when she was she was little her friends, friends her classmates played where they all went on a uh, it's it's all like one big game where like you're all in the picnic and everybody mm-hmm, is a fruit. Mm-hmm. Because so it's a basically Got a basket it. of fruit. And so like, you're an apple, you're this, you're a pineapple, you're blah, 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 blah. And then when it got to Toru, uh, they were like, Toru, you're the rice ball. Because they, I guess, didn't really want to play with her. So basically what the kids do is like they start calling out a fruit. And then that person gets to go in and start playing. And they, it's like a game of tag or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Toru's just like sitting there waiting for them to call the rice ball. But it's fruits basket and nobody ever calls the rice ball. Yeah. So it was it was a way for kids to be mean yeah. and without being like super mean. Very passive aggressive mean. Like like a lot of kids are. Yeah, exactly. So it's like reindeer games. Okay, so uh I 
I guess that's all very interesting. My question was more grammatically themed than um, uh, story-wise. Because if I see a basket of fruit, I just call it a fruit basket and not a fruits basket. Well, a fruit basket means there should only be one type of fruit in there. Uh, a no, fruit. Doesn't mean that at all. Basket. It just means it's a basket made for carrying fruit. Well, well, then you would say, "Look, this is a basket of fruit." Right. It is yeah. also a Japanese translation. Like, like, yes, exactly. It is a Japanese. For translation. example, so, like you don't call it a business cards holder. You just call it a business card holder. Well, usually you don't have multiple business cards like for different companies. You know what? I, you know what I mean? Like you would have like one I card. Guess. I've just never that's the only example I've heard of that usage of fruits. I just think it's weird. No, Hannah had a really great point. Like it's totally a translation issue. So it was probably something okay. uh, grammatically in the translation that made it fruits basket. Mm-hmm. So um cuz I never but you raise a good point. I never thought about that that way about the title of the show. Mhm. Well, it's it's a good thing that it, you know now like it, it was called fruits basket previously because now like in 2019 it would probably just be called edible arrangements, and that would just be a really weird name for an anime. Maybe that not that type of show. I think we're looking on like the dark side of anime for a show called Edible Arrangements. Uh, <laughs> I could see that. That would, be, that would be a fun. That would be a fun one. That'd be something that you couldn't talk about on your show. Ah, uh, no. That would be uh, ASP After Dark. <laughs> um, and speaking of the ASP After Dark, uh, check out those episodes on our Patreon that doesn't exist yet. So, <laughs> well, we'll pop those well, on. Announcement from just... the future. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> you know. Eventually. It's like three hours later. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, all right. So let's kind of go into our main topic. Like actual topic. Our actual topic. Which is How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Bum, 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 bum. Da, 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 da. That, that, that movie had such good music. <laughs> it did. It had a lot of really good music in it. Yeah. Very drum heavy, and I dig it. Um, there, there was a part where um, like, uh, when, when we kind of zoom out, or when we first find uh, that, that one area where like we first get introduced to everybody, all the badmins. And oh, it's like, like that, that island. It's like Trapper the, Island. The first, it's like the Trapper mission. Keeper Island. It island. looked like for me for a hot second when I was watching it, it looked like Stonehenge. Exactly. Yeah, like that place. Yeah. There's there's playing this like really cool like score and like there's this uh, this operatic that's going on too, and then it just cuts, and I was like, no, play that more, <laughs> please. We want more of that. More of that. It sounded really cool, um, but no, How to Train Your Dragon. The Hidden World is the third of the How to Train Your Dragons, um, which they decided not to make it How to Train Your Dragon 3. Which yeah, I can not, respect. Yeah. I'm not a fan of changing the naming convention. What do you guys... Yeah. Not like after the third one. I mean, like, if you do one and then you do two, you could have called it How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden, Hidden World, World, but right. just to not even put the three out there. Or maybe yeah. they're following the convention of the shows because it's like... Uh, well, they had, but they already did two, though. But they did. But maybe now they're like because there's a lot of references in this movie to a bunch of like the like there's the Christmas special referenced. There's like one of the shows referenced. The so maybe since the racers to something or others. Yeah. So maybe since they're like they had so many references, they were kind of just connect it like do the naming convention as of the shows versus the other two movies. 
that, but I, I don't, don't like, like that though because I don't think I a lot of people. I don't think as many people that watch the movie are watching the show. No, I'll uh, admit. Yeah, I've not seen. I've maybe seen like two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Like back back when I had Cartoon Network, yeah. like that's when. Mm-hmm. I mean, now like Netflix has like four different. Yeah, they got like seventeen series, series on there, and, and it's just like. Okay, that's a little intimidating to start watching. Well, yeah, because they, they, they have like five seasons each in there, yeah. and you're like, Lord. I'm like, I don't know how to start this. But, I mean, if you think about it, you're like, well, this has been going since... Oh, nine. Oh, nine. So, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it does make sense that they would have yeah. all of these yeah. extra things. So, But, no, I agree. The naming kids, like, the, all of a sudden, I'm very much a cohesion type of person with my series. So, when you yeah. start changing up how you do it 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 i don't like it too much you guys ready for the uh the synopsis for how to train your dragon three here's, oh, here's man, the first I've been waiting I, all morning I, the first imdb <laughs> synopsis um when hiccup discovers toothless isn't the only night fury he must seek the hidden world a secret dragon utopia before a higher tyrant named grimmel finds it first well, I mean, th- that's not... kind of flawed because Grimmel's technically yeah, Grimmel's not looking. really looking for that. Okay, so let's read the next one. <laughs> um, as Hiccup fulfills his dream of creating a peaceful dragon utopia, Toothless disco- Toothless. Oh, sorry, Toothless. Wow, this is not written right. As Hiccup, I'm I'm gonna change this. As Edited Hiccup as fulfills his dream of creating a peaceful dragon utopia, um, Toothless discovers an untamed, elusive m- mate. And draw no wow this is just skip it. <laughs> when Toothless gets drawn away by a sudden, a sudden and inspicable appearance of a female Light Fury, technically it's a Night Fury called the Light Fury by Astrid, but whatever. Um, and, and a new threat finds way. No, I don't like any of these. Um, forget it. So uh, yeah, let's see. So what what's the plot? Hiccup is trying to build a dragon utopia on Burke, <laughs> but there's things do not go according to plan. They have to evacuate, and all of a sudden, Toothless is in danger. Mm-hmm. And he's getting a bit randy. <laughs> Maybe it a happens. Smidgen. It happens. <laughs> um, all right. So same cast. We still have uh, Jay Baruchel as Hiccup, American Ferreira as Astrid, Kate Blanchett as Volca, Gerard Butler returns as Stoic for some very tearful scenes. Um, Good use of foreshadowing with Stoic. Yes. Very good. It's Very, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill as Snotlot. Christopher Mintz plays as Fishlegs. They bring in Justin Kristen, Ruppel. Yep, Justin Ruppel as Tough Nut yeah. replaces T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. Miller got into a spot of trouble a last bit, year. A bit. <laughs> um, Kristen Wiig as Rough Nut and Kit Harrington, Eret, son of Eret. That cracked me up. Eret, son of Eret. <laughs> um, and then we get introduced to F. Murray Abraham as Our undis Distinguishable accented <laughs> villain. Yes, he's like uh, he's like what's his face in uh, in those uh, James Bond movies. I don't know. I don't watch Boom. them. The the one guy, the bad one. Which one? I don't know. There's a different one for every Bond. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention. I don't watch them. I, I'm with Josh. Bond is boring. I I see, and I enjoy the Bond films, but I like a little spy. A little uh, spy thriller. Yeah. He's uh, like a combination of like Christoph Waltz. He's like a weird and Mads Mikkelsen. It's like if you take yes. those two voices and blend them together, and then we're like come up with no discernible accent, 
that's what you have. But as that scroll. might be the thing too for him that notice like you don't know where he's from, yeah. and that's what makes him dangerous. Maybe I don't know. from the other hidden world, America, <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, I well, not to brag, I've been working on my Jay Baruchel. Oh, have you? I've been oh, working man. on my Jay Baruchel impression. Woo us, Josh. Woo us, um, I've decided to only go for one word and practice that one word all week. What word? Dragons. So, here we go. Here we go. <coughs> Jay Baruchel. <coughs> Do saying, it. Saying dragons. Dragons. How's that? Is that good? <laughs> I, yes. Okay. I was, just, I was just driving in the car. I'll just be like, dragons. You know, dragons. I do love dragons. that part of the movie where, like, Tough Nut... <laughs> Like all of a sudden, Tough Nut has decided he's going to be best man come hell oh, or high yeah. water, and he's like, "You need to stop with the voice and the honking." Yeah, like <laughs> this goose honk, I can't be hearing that all night, and I'm just like, "Dang, bro!" <laughs> like they gave they gave Tough Nut some uh, they lines. They he, he got some lines this he got this some movie. Lines. It's like, what's with that limp? No one wants to be with the. Per- it's like I have a prosthetic leg, and I have got a prosthetic a- sister, <laughs> but you don't see me limping around. <laughs> It's so good. So many, a lot, got, of, a lot got, more humor. He got the best lines. Yeah. Like the yeah, best funny lines. I, I do think that Tough Nut got the best funny lines. It's like my beautiful, magnificent beard. My man beard. Well, this was definitely was like uh, Rough Nut and Tough Nut. Like they oh were gosh. so good in this in this movie. Rough Nut at Gr- was in- <laughs> captured by Grimmel. I want to know how many times Kristen Wiig had to do that scene. <laughs> Because she just goes. They probably just were like, all right, Kristen, can you just just talk, talk for a while? It's like, okay. <laughs> and she just went. We'll tell you when to stop. It's yeah, like that pattern. They filled like an hour, and then they just clipped out the best bits of that hour. Yeah, it's it's like in uh, Parks and Rec where Patton Oswalt went that whole entire thing about Star Wars. Oh, where oh, he was yeah. doing the filibuster? Yeah, where he was just doing the filibuster, and then they cut it down to like five minutes. It's probably what they did with her. They were just like, just go. Just do yeah. a thing. <laughs> Like, this is kind of what's, like, you know what all the characters have kind of been doing and been up to, so just, like, go riff on all the characters. My mom used to chew my own food, and she told me I had to chew my own food, and she was like, you're 12, and I was like, no! (laughs) (laughs) So good, man. Oh, gosh, she was so good in that movie. She was so good. All right, so. How do we want to do this? How do we want to do this? Gavin, how do you want to do this? You're the guest. Should we start Uh. with, like, should we start with, like, what we all thought about the movie? Because I hear there's a difference of opinions. Yeah, there may be a difference in opinions. So, yeah. Do first impressions, sure. Yeah. All right. uh, I thought this was a good end. Um, It does kind of leave it open a little bit if they do, if they do want to go back to it, Mm -hmm. because, which would be cool, because, I mean, almost do it like the same thing with, uh, how they're doing like the lion card at uh, the lion guard at Disney, where it's like Simba's like kid, kid, kid. So it's like yeah. kids like seventeen times removed, type of thing. So you can kind of bring that in, and maybe those two Hiccup and Astrid's kids. Um, I don't know their names, so we're gonna go with uh, Ingrid and Burp. No. Yeah. No. Ingrid and Burp. You can go with Ingrid. I'm gonna go with Ingrid and Burp. I'm gonna go with daughter and son. Uh. Uh. Uh, blonde coon and uh, red hair chan. Uh, they they uh, kind of looked like Anna and Kristoff a little bit to me. Well, we're not going to call them Anna and Kristoff. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, they they kind of did. Yeah, when they came out, I was yeah. like, oh, uh, 
Are they trying to reference Frozen, or is this just a coincidence? Well, the fandoms would not be unhappy with that. No, right? yeah. Everybody puts them together. Everybody puts... Is it Tangled, Frozen, Rise of the Guardians, and, and How to Train Your Dragon? Dragon yeah, it's like the yeah. uh, it's like the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Brave. And Brave, yeah. No, yeah, they throw in Brave. Right. You don't have to. They throw in Brave Meredith. is awesome. Shut up, John. No, she's like, it's not good. They, she's like been made into I mean, I, I get that she, I get that they best friend. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> is it because she's Scottish? Is that yeah. why Merida gets included? They're just like, uh, throw somebody Scottish in there. There's only like one person who's and Scottish. She's like a good and foil to hiccup. She she's a good uh, she's a good foil to hiccup. She fed a tart to her mom. Gavin. Dude, she's a That's... master archer and horse rider. She's great. Is she a master yes. archer? Can you do what she, can she does? She climb cliffs in a full dress. I mean, yeah, I, here's the thing. I bet I could be a master archer uh-huh. if I was born in whatever place that was and I did nothing but archery all day. That was a – see, cause she's surrounded eh, by dudes that. born in the same time period who are supposedly master archers. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, she though. she can outshoot every – You were asking – We're going to fight about you this. You were asking yes. me. I'm not those people. This is Josh. And I can't podcast. Born in the I can't 20th podcast. Century. Yeah, I can't podcast now. Then, so I have to have something better. So I would probably take up archery. You could be would the town you? crier. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Introducing <laughs> to the courts. <laughs> oh no, no, I would be more like a. Uh, 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 the gesture. No, no, no. Uh, what was his? What was his name? What's his name? He's in Iron Man. He was Jeffrey Chaucer in Paul, Jarvis. Paul, Paul Bentley. Paul Bentley is that his name? Jarvis. Bettany. 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 Paul Bettany. Uh-huh. Uh, when he was Jeffrey Chaucer the in the Knight's Tale. The robot butler. Yeah, yeah. When he was when he oh, was just Jeffrey the hype man Chaucer. For the, for oh, the yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the entire time. We've gone so off topic again. <laughs> uh, so um, it's like welcome to the podcast with Hannah and Gavin and Josh. Yeah, where all the tangents happen all welcome. the time. Welcome. <laughs> uh, so K-pop. Uh, <laughs> um, Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Really no, quite that, yet. that that'll be the K-pop corner. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I I th- I thought it was good. I thought it was a good ending. Um, where they can bring it back if they need to. But I thought it kind of ended Hiccup and Toothless Story, and I like that. I like the what they did. I like the execution. I want to see more stuff on New Burke where it's not just, you know, the hill. I mean, where Covered it's just in like, snow. Yeah. Okay. All right, so overall, you really enjoyed the movie. Yes, I did. Okay, good. What about you, Hannah? We'll leave, we'll leave somebody for last. <laughs> Okay, so there were some like intrinsic issues that I had with this movie, kind of like How to Train Your How to Train Your Dragon Two, where there were certain things that happened in the story for me that I might not have been the biggest of fans of. Still, kind of predictable because there's the last one had foreshadowing in it. This one had foreshadowing in it. Foreshadowings. Four, lots of it. <laughs> And, um, but I loved what they ended up doing with the characters, how they decided to end the series, but kind of still leave it open for like maybe in a few years, hop, skip, jump into the future, do a new story kind of thing. I liked that, but overall I did enjoy this movie. Did I need it necessarily? No, because I was actually really happy where the second one had left us. Um, so I saw like a news article on Facebook saying that this was the 
unnecessary ending to Howard Train Your Dragon. It's like, I'm glad I got to see one more movie filled with these beautiful dragons. But um, did I need it? No, but I'm happy that I got it. Were they saying it was unnecessary because two was enough or because it was unnecessary to end it because they could tell more stories if they didn't end it this way? Kind of both. They were kind of going down. It's like two was like a really good was still such a good movie that they didn't need to continue it, but mm-hmm. they kind of still left it open. So technically you could consider it not the end. Right. And that it still kind of opened ended kind of thing. Well, see, it was one of those, like, I, I didn't think that two ended enough to where it couldn't warrant a third one because it's just like, well, now you have all these dragons like on this thing and that's just kind of how it ended. But see, I was fine if they didn't go into another movie though. Because that story for me was still satisfying enough. Yeah, I can see that. As like a chapter end, I suppose. That if they didn't give me another movie, I'd still be happy with the movie that they gave me. Yeah, I can see that. Now, Gavin, what did you think? I gotta be honest, kids. Uh, this this one disappointed me a little bit. I, I had very high hopes for it and um, didn't come out of the theater as thrilled as I had hoped I would be. Based on the fact that I, as attested from the last podcast, I totally love the first two. Uh, gave them both five out of five. And this one, I just... Okay, so like on the animation level, I thought they animated it wonderfully. Like they made another step forward in how well it was all animated. But artistically, it just felt so dark and it was just so heavy on battle and I felt like it lacked story. It's weird for me to be in this position um, because I'm usually not the story guy, but I feel like it was kind of like two events and it was just all about that. And I don't know, it, the story kind of fell flat for me. I agree that a lot of the humor was added to this one that was great. A lot of those one-liners from Rough and Tough were fan-freaking-tastic. Um, but I don't know, it starts out very dark and I think most of the tone is set by that very first scene that you see. And I don't know, it just didn't have the bright, um, really fanciful and whimsical feel that the other two movies did for me. And so that kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I guess it just kind of disappointed me on that level. Now, I did fall into the trap that I very often fall into the first time I watch an animated movie. And... That is where I'm just totally consumed by the visuals and I kind of don't pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> so I do admit that I need to rewatch this and I intend to because I, I really do love this franchise and I didn't hate my movie experience. I was just not as excited as I wanted to be. Um, so I want to watch it again and really pay attention to the story and what's going on uh, to see, you know, what things I, I know that I missed. But then also like at the end, I don't know. I, I, logically, it makes sense to end the the story that way, but I guess it's not the story ending that I wanted. I okay. kind of wanted this human and dragon utopia to work out. You know, I wanted everybody to live in peace together and have this symbiotic relationship that they were building toward. And so, to me, it's kind of like a huge letdown to be like, "Oh, well, we tried, but that didn't work. See you later." You know, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't really like that well i mean he like there is the uh like the after 
bit where like the that the voiceover that Hiccup does where he's saying that like we'll be here like we we they're guarding the secret of the dragons. Sure. So like they still know. So like the people of Burke still <clears throat> are guarding everything until the day when it can actually happen. So I mean that's, like that's it's a good take, yeah. Well, and it's like what did Hiccup say? It's like we don't deserve dragons. Oh no. Because humans are rubbish. Even in the 21st century, <laughs> humans are rubbish. That's why we don't have dragons now. That's why we don't have still dragons. Being hidden. Yeah. I agree with all that, and I yeah. think that's my problem, is that I feel like they brought too much reality in. You know, it's like... Oh, because it's a kid's it's movie, like, they It's almost too like much. they're making stories about, like, you know, how we can't get along in today's world, and, you know, war is an ever-present thing, and the only way that anybody can solve anything is just to literally go their separate ways, and... I don't know. I just oh, I thought I that was that a little all. too I did. sad for me. I, like cuz we're living in a fantasy world here, right? I want them to build you a want fantasy that fantasy utopia. Solution. Yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah. Cuz that was one of the things cuz as I'm watching the movie, I totally know like when they talk about like letting the loved one that we have go and that it is better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all essentially basically is what stoic is telling Hiccup in one of the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, so the dragons are going to leave. And I didn't want, because they're my boys. <laughs> I mean, it's like Hiccup and Toothless are, like, intrinsic to each other. Right. And I guess that's, like, part of, like, what they were trying to hope to say is that both could be amazing on their own and they didn't have to be a partnership, like, all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I do agree. It's, like, where you have, like, Zootopia is, like, one of the best movies that, about race that's not about race and it's like up is the greatest like dialogue about dogs that's a movie that's not even about dogs and this is a movie that i think was trying to do something like that Mm -hmm. but we didn't get like the utopia ending i think right because it's like logically trying to real worlds we're not going to get to have the dragons Right. But ideally, my little nerd yeah. heart wants there to be dragons. <laughs> right. You know? But I think trying to make your social statement in the third installment of a trilogy, it's, I don't know, it, it all felt kind of out of place to me. Yeah. I mean, I like a darker tone to a movie because they're older. They're living in a kind of increasingly, like, hostile world, I suppose, because people don't want them to yeah. have this utopia. And um, so, like, the darker tone for me kind of felt in place with this third movie. It did that, the dark, like, starting out with a darker tone really didn't bother me too much. Um, It makes sense. I mean, that's kind of the progression of things. And and I understood those choices. Just personally, I like bright, happy colors. And I didn't get that in this film. Yeah. Because the first two are just full of just saturated colors. And there is... with the exception of, like, the hidden world, there is a distinct right. lack of all of the colors. Or, like, right. that first bit where we're at Burke before we leave, and then when we're in the uh, the hidden world with all the dragons. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> you guys took too much from this freaking movie, guys. I was just like, this is going to be the end of it. I, I, like, Gavin is correct. There's really two plot points in the entire movie. Yeah. Which is, you know, find the hidden world. Like, find the hit. Like we, Grumble we have wants to kill toothless. Well, okay, I, I guess there's three. Three then. There's three because 
Toothless wants to wants to bang. Um, Grimmel wants to kill Toothless, Toothless, and Hiccup wants to find the hidden world. So yeah, Everybody. we've got we've got three we've got three main plot mm-hmm. points the entire movie. Yeah, which I thought was fine because I mean I I wasn't expecting it to you know rewrite anything. Yeah, like be really. I mean, because like if if we talk about, it, I mean, this is like Star Wars, like Return of the Jedi has the exact same thing. Pretty much, so, like it has like two. Two yeah. plots. Yeah, that's lot, it. Like, I think a lot of like third. Third, yeah, exactly. Like, has like that. this is this is the thing. I mean, if we what heck, we can go to something newer. If we you go to freaking Hunger Games. Yeah, like one of in Mocking Jay Part Two. It's like I still haven't. There's seen like there's like well, I mean, but in the book even like uh, this like one destroy the capital. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. that's all it is. So, like, for me, I don't know. It's like this is still one of those movies where I'm going to, like, be really excited to watch again. But it's not going to be, like, of the three, it's not going to be my first choice. Yeah. Or I think certain it's... scenes I'm going to want to watch rather than, like, sure. all the whole movie, like, all the time. I think it's clearly the third best slash worst of the trilogy. It's still really good. But it's just, for me, it's not on par with, like, the first one. That first one's hard to beat. It is. That first yeah. one's just hard to beat. Um, I agree. I mean, yeah, I I liked I, I I'm still going with like I liked it. I mean, I am too. I that's I, awesome, I, man. I thought it was and I thought it was good. I fully allow this one to win me over. Like I, it's happened to me so many times where I watch a movie and I'm just looking at you know the the pretty little tree that they designed in the corner of the screen over here, and there's like a major plot point happening in the center of the screen. And I totally miss it. And so I'm like, eh, that movie wasn't that good. So when I rewatch these types of movies, I start to really get, you know, what's going on. So I'm fully expecting to enjoy it more once the, oh, you can, you can totally hear the, uh, the Rem dog has uh, little, little Remulus. I was like, you yeah. can hear Remy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, on subsequent rewatchings, I'm sure my rating of this will go up. Yeah, uh, but I can only speak to my first impression at this point. Right, and I you have gone. I've see it I've twice. seen it twice now. Yeah, and you oh, both have nice. seen it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got oh, to see cool. it. Uh, well, see, I mine was lucky because I got to see it uh, second, like the yeah, like the second yeah, of February. Day. So yeah. I've had weeks to go and process. Yeah, and, and I saw true. it just last night. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, but. I don't know if anybody else, but when Astrid and Hiccup were getting married at the end, mm-hmm. and the I'm, the priestess was standing there with the mm-hmm. cloth, I go, oh, they're going to do a hand fasting ceremony. Yep, they did. Like, yeah, it was really good. It was, I, I, I was really, like, the first time I saw that, I was just sitting there. And then, because when we were talking about all the Viking stuff. Yeah. And, like, so I'm just like, oh, well, Hannah's going to, I'm just, oh, I was like, I was like, oh, she's going to love this oh, thing. Like, she's she's going to love just it. the cloth in their hand. I go, yep. I think I, like, sat forward, and I'd been, like, into the whole movie the whole time, but this was, like, the time I think I leaned forward, and I was like, they're going to do a hand-fasting ceremony, and then she wraps the cloth around their hands, and I go, I shouldn't be nerding yeah. out at this scene, but I'm nerding out <laughs> at this scene. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of a interesting plot point, though. Like, they kept trying to shoehorn in this issue of, Them why haven't you gotten married yet? You know, it's like, I, had, I think that was a waste of time, kind of. Like, I, the ceremony was beautiful, but it's like, they should have opened this movie with, oh, yeah, they're married now, and blah, blah, blah. Like, it just seemed like a distraction to me. Well, it's, it's like, to me, though, it was one of those, 
they had to do this because it's show that Hiccup, Hiccup and Astrid, Hiccup, Hiccup and Astrid <laughs> weren't Hickrid. ready yet because think, because think... Hiccup still had this connection to Toothless, or he still and he had didn't want to exactly. So he didn't want to do anything. That's what was kind of like causing, yeah, uh, causing them to not do this. And then mm-hmm. once Hiccup's, I mean, Toothless, uh, Toothless is, is gone, gone, yeah, and Hiccup's just with Astrid. Well, it's that good point that Volka and Astrid talk about. That it's like he feels like he's not worth anything without Toothless. And so I do feel like that was something important for, like, Hiccup's character is for Toothless to kind of move on with his life. So then Hiccup can move on with his life. Exactly. So, like, Mm -hmm. you had to separate the two in order for them to actually do what they needed to do. For Hiccup to become, like, chief with Astrid um, even though, I mean, he's chief in name, but I mean, he's also like super young. So. Yes. Yeah, still super young. 21 at this point. Cause yeah. only a year has gone by. Um, um bachelor, and, bachelor chiefs have less power. Exactly. And, and with, uh, <laughs> especially toothless, in, especially in Viking culture. Oh yeah. And then with toothless, like toothless has to go and he has to, you know, be repopulate, alpha. repopulate the night fairy population. Exactly. But if we think about it, it's like there's a lot of weird things going in there. It becomes like a English monarchy at some point. No, uh, I mean, would I have loved the movie to started with with that wedding ceremony, like at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, that that would make sense. Like that light and bright and colorful kind of start, and then like mm-hmm. his first move as like real chieftain, be like, okay, so this is what we got to do to protect our way of life. Like there could have been a slight restructuring, I think, of the story. Well, if, if we think about it, like, well, like uh, their honeymoon could have been that first rescue mission, and they could have yeah, made all kinds of jokes about that. Like, totally would have worked with them. <laughs> you know, well, what I mean? well, if 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 we're thinking about it, like in the in the guise of the story, um, everything is dark at the beginning. Yeah. So everything is dark. So, but then with the marriage and toothless leaving and everything, then it becomes lighter. So if we can kind of like think of, of exactly, so you can kind of think of it like that. We're like we literally start in darkness, and mm-hmm. then where we end is our characters riding off into the sunset. So we That's literally true. have a night into day. That's a good point. Type of yeah, uh, like story element that is mm-hmm. going on. Like, can you mm-hmm. imagine mm-hmm. how many like cuts and edits that they did? Trying oh, to figure... probably tons. Yeah, I'd love to sit in with like a storyboard meeting sometimes about these movies I really enjoy just to see like the progression of how they decided how to put things in the order. Mm. Hey okay. DreamWorks, give us a call. Well, well this, it's been finished technically it? for 85 days. So uh, they've been sitting on this for a while. Uh, interestingly enough, one of the original plot points that they, that Spielberg himself edited out was the, they were going to redeem Bloodfist in this movie. They were originally going to bring him back and redeem him, kind of like they did with Eret in the first one, or in the second one. And uh, they totally edited that out because Spielberg felt like it needed to take up more screen time than they were going to be able to give it. Okay, um, yeah. So that's a huge plot point to take out. And I'm sure many other things happened along the way. Right. But, you know, it's been how many years in the making? Like five? Something 2014. Like that. Yeah. yeah, but I yeah. don't think they started this one until, well, yeah, I think they started it right around the same time they wrapped the other one. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, they've had a long time to kind of almost. revise. Passion. Yeah, write and probably rewrite and do another rewrite, probably. Yeah, because it was originally scheduled to come out in 2016 Yeah, and pushed it back like two and a half years to come out when it did. 
So, yeah, I agree. It'd be interesting to hear some of those revision meetings. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I personally, I like the darker aspect. I mean, I'm not, I'm never going to say I don't like the darker apps aspect. I love, well, I, I love would be, darker stories, but yeah. that's, that's me. I would be fine with it if I felt like it was more in keeping with the other two movies, you yeah, know, since like the first two a, a so movie light, like yeah. nine is totally dark and oh, I really absolutely. enjoyed it, you know, and that you know, also takes other... place at night. Uh... <laughs> kind of. There, there are <laughs> other. Uh... Night where yeah. There's really no sun. <laughs> exactly. It's just like night all <laughs> right. the time. Yeah. And there are other examples of dark animated things that I really like, but this one, it just seemed so different than the other two movies for me that that's where I kind of felt like, oh, this doesn't really fit. There is like a huge tone shift. Right. Like starting out for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about the idea of a possible open ending and, you know, possible other things. I really hope that they don't add to this franchise from this point because I think a trilogy is really the limit of what we should be trying to do in animation. You know, if you're going to tell long, long story arcs, then you need to go into a television series. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't feel like the movie franchise vehicle is right for many, many movies. And we're looking at you land before time. Uh, I don't know. You, lo- you say that, but they did like 12 of those things. They all I know, made money. They somehow. were all bad after the first one. <laughs> Uh, really? No, you haven't even seen them. I'm not talking about um, whether or not they can make money. That, that's the sad We're truth of it. Is if they can make money, they'll they'll do another one. Obviously, We're looking at looking you, at you, Toy Fro- Story Four and Frozen Two. Mm-hmm. Right, but Incredibles I'm talking two. about quality. Like they shouldn't they shouldn't artistically want to do it. No, I'll give you two. I'll give was, you two, but not three. I was I was waiting for Gavin to interject right there because he's going to defend those movies. Planes. No, Gavin loves planes. I My nephew lo- really enjoys planes. He loves planes more than he loves cars. Planes, Fire, and Rescue was awesome. That's actually Planes was pretty good. good, but Planes, Fire, and Rescue was awesome. Yeah, like I like the, that better than Cars too. Yeah, Fire and Rescue is actually really good. Really I watched good. that with my nephew, and I really enjoyed that one. Dusty um, Crop Hopper's my boy. <laughs> God, nerds. <laughs> no, but um, takes one to know one, buddy. It's like they've already set up the world, though, in the in the TV shows on Netflix. Yes. So they've already have that avenue to continue telling stories through right. like their TV shows. But yeah, I agree. I kind of hope they don't do another mm-hmm. movie. Oh yeah, no, I, I hope no movies. Because I left, I left How to Train Your Three, uh, How to Train Your Dragon How Three, How to Train Your Three Year Old, How to Train Your Three Year Old. With the same feeling when I left Toy Story 3. I was like, okay, the story's done. I can say yeah. goodbye to these characters, and there's resolution, and I feel good with where the story's ended. And now they're throwing Toy Story 4 at me, and I will probably not go see it because I'm having all kinds of problems. Well, I need somebody <laughs> to go see the darn thing with me so I can do a stupid episode on the thing. I'll, I'll do it. The same thing with Frozen 2. I need somebody else to go see that movie with me. Uh, I'll do it. I say this. I will probably end up seeing both of these. Do we want to be seeing <laughs> no. these movies? Probably. <laughs> that, that is, we'll that supplement is the thing. that with the Shazam episode, Hannah. Yeah. We'll do a Shazam episode. We need to do an Alita Battle Angel episode. Oh my gosh, I saw Alita. Oh. Oh, you did? Oh, it's so good, bro. It's so good. Nice. I need to see that. I want to see That's it. That's my plan for this week. So it is. I, I, have a day. I still got to see uh, Lego Movie 2, but then I'm going to see Alita after that. 
You can go see Alita first. I'm going to see Lego Movie 2 first. Well, in all honesty, you can go see Alita first. I hear what you're saying, brother. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm going to go see Lego Movie 2. <laughs> I mean, you go do that, bro. You do you. I would always do the thing, if it came out first, I'd have to go see that one first, though. Even if, yeah. But I I don't know if I'm going to see Shazam here. I think I may go to the Warren. That makes sense. Because I'm hoping by the time that movie comes out, the new one's open in Midwest City. It won't be. Um, It won't be. Oh, yeah. It won't won't be open by the end of April. I'm hoping so. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping. Um, Fingers are crossed. But no, it's like if they don't make another one, I'm totally fine. Yeah, like it, that's why I'm like, if they decide to do a series later, they can do a series later. But as a series, a, yeah, but not yeah. as a movie. not as a movie. No, because I I've said my goodbye to the end of that. Story. I may yes, I is. may I may age up, um, Burk and, Burp and Ingrid just a little bit, like for the show. Yeah, for the show, well, I wouldn't make them four because that's well, a little bit too much. I know, that's a little like, bit too. I know. make them Astrid and. Hiccup stage, so maybe make them like that. Well, because we maybe like that twelve, that twelve range. Yeah, well, twelve is always a good start to start a new yeah, series with. Exactly. Um, make a series of books. Many series of books. Throw throw the Greek gods in there, and it'll be great. Or maybe magic. it's oh, maybe oh his name is per, maybe it's Percy and Annabeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, full circle. Full circle here. No, I well, there are a lot of things though. I know I've sounded kind of negative, but I, there are a lot of still of things that I still love. Yeah, loved. no, you both sounded horribly negative. I still really like, because I loved all of the stuff with Snotlout trying to get in with Volka. <laughs> trying to get in with his mom. That was oh, hilarious yeah, I forgot to about me. that. That, that was, was just funny. weird. And then him <laughs> trying to, like, climbing up on the barrel just to be the same height as Eret, and he's just like, listen, you, just because you're well, built like a Greek god or Norse, Norse god. A Norse god doesn't yeah. mean... <laughs> anything yeah. i'm number two and when hiccups out i'm number one <laughs> i did i did like that um david Tennant had more lines in this movie than he had in the previous two movies however it was not his character that he normally voices who has these lines he plays another character he plays one of those bad viking men yeah uh whose name i believe is evor Probably. Which is convenient. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So he's he's that. I'm, I'm sitting there like because he's the first person we hear. Yeah. Is is evil? Is David Tennant? And I'm like, oh, David Tennant. Hi, Wait Ned. a sec. You're supposed to be. <laughs> well, it's like I loved. Um, but I like it. He's the... probably just like guys. If I'm gonna be in this one, Please? you gotta give me more than. <laughs> yeah. Like I did in in two. <laughs> no, I loved like and Craig Ferguson as Gobber. Like who called. Him being best man at the wedding. I called I was still writing for Tough Nut. I mean, you he, gave, <laughs> he gave some really sound sage advice. Yep. Yep. Um, some of it was a bit dirty, but I loved it. That's that's what that's how you know you got a good best man. Good best man? Yeah. No, I knew it was going to be Gobber. Oh, my gosh. Is there going to be like a how to train your hangover type scenario? Like how to train your bachelor party? <laughs> if Rough Nut has his way. That would be amazing. Or Tough. It, if Tough has his way. A, Sorry. No, no, no. Rough Nut. Oh, Rough Nut, Yes. <laughs> I want to see like a short film. I want to see like um, how to train your bridesmaids and like how to train your uh, uh, how to train your bachelor party. Th- those two movies I want to see because like if we think about it, it's the there's fema- probably already fan fictions. for Oh that. yeah, no, there probably is. Like the female characters we have, if we think about it, it's going to be Volca, 
tough uh, uh roughnut and astrid and that's going to be the bad that's going to be the bachelorette party oh, <laughs> that's going to be amazing i love astrid <laughs> in this movie too she's so great she's such a good character Valka's actually Valka's good in this movie too because well, she's not like in it that much well, but when she's in it she's in it and i like though that just because she's back she hasn't immediately like tried to like smother Mm-hmm. Hiccup because she hasn't seen him in so long. They don't really have any scenes together. No, like she's she's but, more with Astrid, but she knows that um, Astrid would be able to get through to her son rather than she would get be able to get through to her son. So I love those scenes where she's just like building Astrid up in su- like mm-hmm. preparing her to support her son. Yeah, because yeah. she knows that she's not in the position to do that because she's been absent for so long. I mean, and and as a uh, the former wife to a village chief. She knows exactly, she knows exactly how that's yeah. going to go. So I love those mentoring scenes between Valka and Astrid. Hey, tell Liam to be quiet. We can hear him over here yapping about Pepsi. We're totally fine with like. I'm just kidding, Remy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, and Remy are fine, but the other one just needs to kind of chill. That's no, hilarious. Um, but there is so much of this movie. Like, I love, I think probably for me, what I love the absolute most were all the character interactions. Like, how Eric's kind of become second in command for Hiccup, who's kind of, he's just slipped into this position because he's the only other, like, reliable, intelligent ish ish person that Hiccup could probably <laughs> rely on because. Yeah. I don't know if fish legs could be that or snot loud. Fish legs is smart. Snot loud is small. And then the tough is just kind of there. It's like, you guys go get him. <laughs> right. It's like, what are you guys standing around for? Go for it. I, I love tough with his beard. Oh, like his, just taking his, the his beard, braids. quote unquote. I was just like, man, yeah. if they made one of those. Because <laughs> you know how they make those like knit like. Beards. Beard things. It's yeah. like make one of those, but make it like the pigtail things that I could tie like a into hat, a bow. Like a beanie yeah, and exactly. The hair that hangs Maybe down. A- th- that'll be the next ASP thing that we make. <laughs> we'll make one of those so you could tie these braids into a. That was good. I I love that. I, I was thinking like that would be a fun cosplay oh. to like take those and just like tie them. Well, and I will admit I was kind of obsessed with Ruff's hair the whole time. Oh, she was good. Yeah, like, it looked really good. Like the the. Yes. The braids, yeah, oh. kind of mm-hmm. down off to one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like for me, and then they the were dragons. Char- yeah, they were dragons. The characters in this movie, I was just like, yeah, I've got a long face, but you have a long wow. face. Uh, <laughs> there are so many things, like a lot of the characters for me. Like, I think that's probably why I would still give it a, a decently high rating because yeah. of all of the characters. And, like, their designs and how you can still... Yeah, it's only been a year, but you can still see that, they, that they've aged them mm-hmm. a little bit. Astrid gets new hairdo. New hairdo. They all have... Yeah, they all have new hairdo. They, they all, all have, have new hairdo. dope armor now, not the, just the pickup. dragon armor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, see, now I would... That's what I would want to cosplay. Oh, no, yeah. Like, when, when you do it, you armor. do it with the dragon armor. That's what yeah. I want. Because then there's no, there's no point if you don't do yeah, it with the Yeah, and, like, armor. the whole hidden world... Where like the black light scene where the oh, where so Stormfly just kind of lights up, yeah. I was just like, okay, and all the babies, mm-hmm. all the little babies <laughs> and the eggs. They they also did a thing where it was like I don't remember us seeing any kids, the first two movies, like zero children. Well, because and all then the in dragons. This, 
Yeah. Uh, well, the first one that makes sense. The yeah. second one, though, is like you know they were they were already friends with dragons. They were playing. There's a lot Quidditch. of kids in this one. There's like tons of kids, like especially when, at the wedding. When they're at the wedding, I'm just like one, two, three, four. There's like twenty kids here. And they're all the same. <laughs> yes, they're all. The, <laughs> they're all the same, except for that little blonde one. And like it, there, it looked like there were definitely kids that were from the series. Yeah, because like you could tell the ones that had oh. different types of. Yeah. hairstyles and everything like that one little blonde kid at the very beginning where Snotlet like puts his helmet on him I'm like oh, I think yeah. he's in the series Probably. you saw that girl that had like the side braids out that kind of looks like the girl from Avatar oh uh, yeah that one there was a girl like that and I was like okay you must be from the thing because then the other kids I was just like okay yeah you guys are just like generic children yeah that but... would be smart to include characters from that I but I don't think any of us is familiar enough with the show exactly. to really okay. confirm that. The reference of um, when Hiccup was making Toothless the new dorsal fins, mm-hmm. he was uh, Astrid said the line, you've already tried that once and he didn't like it. That's from the winter special where he, like for Christmas, Hiccup mm. makes him new tail fins. Oh, you I didn't Saturnalia. know that was such a thing. Saturnalia. Yeah, so um, I don't think they were celebrating Christmas. Saturnalia. So, but it's or the winter special, the winter special. the winter solstice episode. Yeah, um, supposedly like Hiccup makes Toothless a new tail, and like Toothless like freaks out and he doesn't want it. So that's what like hmm. in that scene, that's what she's referencing. God, do I need to start watching those now? After watching this movie, I'm like, I think I might need to watch these stupid shows now because I want to understand <laughs> all the references. There's like 30 episodes. There's and, a lot. And I gotta and try, like I gotta try and watch Game shows. of Thrones before. Oh, that's right, because it's coming back. Uh, well, see, I don't think I'm gonna want. You I'm... can see Kit Harrington in another role. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be like, Eric, son of Eric. <laughs> Eric, son of Snow. Eric, son of Snow. No. Uh. <laughs> Can I get a picture of Jon Snow and have Kit Harrington sign it as Eret, son of Eret, please? That would be hilarious. <laughs> he would probably love that. He's like, "Can you sign this as Eret, son of Eret?" He or would... go, or go to a or go to a Game of Thrones because like they have those like the the Con of Thrones. Yeah. Go to Con of Thrones when Kit Harrington's going to be there and take a picture of Eret, son Make of Eret. Make a sign. Eret, son of Eret. But no, I think Gavin and I had talked. Gavin, I'm going to commission that. Uh, 24 Eric Gold. Gavin made the <laughs> best, the best joke. 24 Eric Gold. And I'm like, Gavin. Like as if he had business cards. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I want you to do that. And I and I want that made. And I want to commission it from card you now. With gold text. Well, like, cause like you could do like gold for his his little uh, his uh his facial his mark- his facial, facial markings touches. and his little stuff that he. I'm just like. Give me 24 Eric Gold, Now, please. I'm not, like, super familiar <laughs> with a lot of... I, I'm Well, I'm familiar with, like, a lot of, like, Norse mythology and some Viking culture. So, like, I want to know where the facial tattoos, like, originate from. Because I know not a lot of Native American tribal tribes. That's like tribes. a slavery type. Yeah, because a lot of the Native American tribes would do the facial tattoos as designation of where your place would be within the tribe. So, I'm... I wonder if Eric's like that, too. Yeah, so, like, I wonder... I honestly didn't necessarily translate those as tattoos i think in my mind it interpreted as paint like, like war paint okay well he has it you on know, just all a the la time, though braveheart well because he's always ready man he's always ready to go you're right eret son of eret is I don't always know. maybe it's because i translated it into the culture that i 
was thinking, oh, those might be like I mean, tattoos. It, it may sure. be. It may sure. be. So because this is was, why. Hey, DreamWorks, give a us a call. He was a dragon trader, right? Mm-hmm. So that would, for me, part of that, because he'd seen a lot of the world. So I wondered if that would kind of correlate into maybe a place that he had lived for a while. I'm curious, mm-hmm. but I usually, I get into existentialism in these stuff, <laughs> like, so easy. Because, especially with a show like How to Train Your Dragon that's so heavy in a particular country's culture, mm-hmm. that I'm always asking questions. Yeah. But I, I'm a bit obsessed with, like, Viking and Greek and Roman Mythos. cultures so i mean for me like i, I do that's readings. why you should play assassin's creed <laughs> odyssey because it is it is literally like greeked the crap yeah, out yeah i and love I that love stuff because it. it's like i was um because i nerded out because they just discovered this new viking tomb and it's a warrior tomb and it's actually changed a lot of how we view viking culture where did most... it have dragons no not yet <laughs> not yet where but like a lot of the warriors were women actually more so than men well i mean which if you look at how to train your dragon that and makes if you sense. i mean if we think about like valkyries and everything yeah. like that like there's a huge they would escort part of... the like you had to be a fierce warrior in life to become a valkyrie and then valkyries would then escort heroes to valhalla after Shout out to Valhalla. Yeah. Volcor. Um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Nerd mythos corner for a hot <laughs> second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We should just. So, like, a lot of. The, it's like part. I had a friend actually. It's like, you're on your friend's podcast all the time. Why don't you make a mythology podcast? I go, I'm not a licensed professional to talk about that. I just read a lot. <laughs> That's what the Patreon is for, Hannah. Hey! Um, be sure and donate to our Patreon, <laughs> and you can buy us a... Uh, don't, isn't like that's the cup of coffee type thing? Isn't there one of those? Isn't that a thing, too, that people can do? Like, it's like coffee or something? I, anyway, I'm just not be, well be sure and support our Patreon. <laughs> that's not out yet. It'll be out one day. One day. We'll make it happen. You should. <laughs> Get on that, Josh. We'll get on that. Because you don't have anything else to do in your life. Nah, I never. (laughs) I I do nothing all day. Um, So, Gav, what did you think about the music? Because we kind of already talked about the animation. How it's Yeah, I thought it was good. It was in keeping with the rest of the series, I thought. Um, It it was a really good score. It it was intense. and, And it felt... That was very consistent for me with the rest of the franchise. And... It's really, really good. I, I thought it was appropriate. It gave me um, Prince of Egypt. Uh, you said that for things again. Uh, yeah, because like I don't, I don't a, know what it interesting. is. Interesting. Whenever yeah, I, I hear it, I just like oh, Prince of Egypt. Maybe because like Prince of Egypt, like you listen to that and you like hear the cultures surrounding the yeah. Prince of Egypt, and when you watch How to Train Your Dragon, it keeps a lot in, like, it's very heavily drum-based because that was, like, the Mm -hmm. predominant instrument that they had at the time. And so, like, you watch these movies, it makes the world more believable and, like, more, like, um, it's, like, a deeper submersion into the world because of the music. That might be why it reminds you of Prince of Egypt. It would have been cool if we would have got, like, when they were, like, paragliding down... Like if they were I want to, if, one of those. If they would have started, like, if they were doing, oh, two options. Either the, um, 
Red Hot Chili Pepper song that they play at the beginning of the Power Rangers movie when they're all skydiving, or if they were playing Danger Zone. That would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Highway to the Danger Zone. Uh, I'm going to say Free negative falling. on both of those. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're free. <laughs> Throw out top Betty's free falling. That's my vote. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. What, we'll, maybe, maybe one day. Um, all right. So you guys ready to rate this thing? Yeah. All right. So Gavin, let's go ahead. Let's take your take your two first. All right. As of now, I'm not going quite that low. I'm gonna give this one a three, and uh, with hopes of of it actually climbing to a four or maybe higher but right now i'm giving it a three three what? jiminy crickets thank you thank you all right i'm gonna give it a four a four out of five moon wands because i had like i said with uh, how to train your dragon two there were a lot of things i had problems with but i think they were outnumbered by the things i still liked about this mm-hmm. movie and this is a movie that i'm still like excited to go see again um, maybe catch a lot more things I didn't catch the first time through. So I'm still going to give it a really strong four out of five. Nice. And again, since I've seen it twice. Yeah. I'm, You've gotten to have a yeah. little bit more time to like ruminate. Yeah. On I it. had two weeks to just sit there and think <laughs> about it before I saw it again. Um, I'm going to give this movie. I want to give it a 4.5. What? We're going I want to give points. it a 4.5. Going do into it. points. Do it. All do right, it, so Josh, for the first it, time... Do it, 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 do it. I'm going to give this movie five Yipper Pines. Whoa! I would rather... Solid across the board. I would rather round up than round down. Okay. So, and I'm not a busta. I don't use points, so... Sorry, Gav. No, you're not. So, yeah, I'm going to give it I'm gonna give it five Dipper Pines, Um just because I I liked it, yeah. Uh, it was it was good. It was a nice send off. It got me got me touchy. Got me got me a bit I, teary. I, I knew going into the theater, I was going to cry many times, and I uh, I cried many times. So see, it was weird. Like the first time I sat next, like there were like zero kids. Oh, my theater was just full of kids. But the the first time, yeah, there were like zero kids. Was the theater full of last night yesterday? Oh, oh my gosh, there was <sighs> all the kids. <laughs> they did a birthday party thing there where there were 10 children. Um, parents, everybody, everybody gather around the campfire here for uh, story time with Uncle Josh. Josh is getting uh, on the soapbox of parenthood. All right, so here's the thing. I'm cool taking your kids to go see movies. Everybody can go see a movie. You'd still need to have some sort of etiquette when you go into a movie. Yeah. Because when you walk into a theater and you just start yelling for where you want your kids to sit. Like, I get that you got 10 kids here and this person is stuck wrangling 10 children. I got that. But don't go in there and just start yelling for your people to sit places. I'm like, bro, we're literally here. And then don't take flash photography. Whoa. Not during the movie, thank goodness. Because oh, okay. I would have I lost it. Yeah, I would have been, like, up out of my seat going, hey, there's a situation in the movie theater, please. You can take one. Like, I get that you got, you know, ten kids, you spend a bunch of money. You can take that one. Don't take 12. At different times, like, getting up, taking the picture. Getting up, taking the picture. During the previews, getting up and taking the picture. And I'm like, 
what are you doing? And then we're loud oh. the entire time. See, there and I'm just a... like, I, I get it. And like this one little girl, she was bored. Like we were like 15 minutes in and I was like, yeah, this is not the type of movie. Like, yeah, unless this is like a series that you love and we're adults. But I can see where like the beginning of this movie, if you're a kid, would be a kind of a challenge. Yeah. If this isn't like your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. If you're that like, kid. if you had just seen one and two like the day before, yeah. and we're like, oh, I'll go see the third one. Yeah, that's then you're like, oh, okay. Because yeah. um, when I went, there was a dad, and he was there with four kids, and he was in the row like right up behind me, and they started like screaming during the previews, and the dad was like, "You stop that! You stop that now! You make another noise, we're gonna have to talk." And I take it they stopped. <laughs> they uh, they certainly did. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. I don't know if you've been to uh, – Gavin knows how I love AMC Penn. Um, they have the reclining seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids got bored and wanted to recline the seats the entire time, so you heard this leather – and you would get the giggles from the children, and I was like <sighs> – Yeah. It made me hate Josh, it. Josh is not amused by fart noises. No. I Toilet I. humor is the <laughs> lowest class of humor – and I understand your children, but grow up. So <laughs> that's uh, that's just Josh. Uh, and that's uh, the, the the worst part about having a podcast that caters animation is. Uh, Oftentimes have... it's catered to children. Exactly. Yeah. And then children, most children do not know how to behave appropriately in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. There's not Especially when it's a 10 to 1 ratio. Kids oh, God, it's awful. Cause, well, that I was rem- a bad decision. I remember going to the movie theater all the time with my mom and dad because we lived around the corner from the Dollar Theater in town, and we were on the poor side of life. So that was like perfect oh, yeah. for our family. Well, it's it's like like to me, it's like when I ever went to a movie theater, it was like, oh, this is a big deal. Yeah, it was like an event for us to go. If it might have been, because I remember us all going to go see like Emperor's New Groove, and several several other movies and or uh, muppets in space and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah you know going to go see those kind of movies but like we knew that we stayed in our seat for the entire film and we knew how to act when we got into a movie theater so it kind of boggles my mind when i go to the movie theater now and i see these kids like oh, have you not taught your children how to act right. in a theater oh there was a there was a kid that was like dancing during the lego movie too like up and was like dancing and i was just oh, like the music yeah but i'm just like let them dance at the end don't let them dance in the middle of the movie yeah it kind of you know that is something that is kind of like a a strike against adult nerds because we enjoy these things that often people only see children enjoying and then we have to deal with unruly behavior while and we then, try to and then we things. seem like the jerks because we're just like we're upset with these hey. children. It's like don't be upset with my kid. Be it's like, like then well, teach your kid how to like, act. Parent better, but you know. <laughs> so, yeah, my experience Josh's rant is now over. My experience wasn't the best yesterday, but I still love the movie so much that it kind of outweighed what happened around me going to go see that movie. Yeah, that's why I was like I loved going to the Warren because it was 21 and over up there. Oh yeah. So it's like Weed there, out no, yeah, babies. you don't read out any children. Like, there's no children up there. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's one of those. Are like, that's why I think I'm gonna go see Shazam because I'm like, I don't want to be in a theater with like 
a kid being like, mm, that's better than Captain Marvel. You know, something stupid like that. And I'm just like, hit somebody in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's frowned upon to hit children, Josh, that are not yours. That, you know. <laughs> that are not yours. <laughs> It's okay to hate yours, but don't hate somebody else's kid. They had they had a whole series on. Was it ABC called The Slap? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or was it CBS? I think no, it was ABC. I think that was ABC. So, Gavin, do you slap your kids? I don't because I don't have any. <laughs> he had to hesitate, <laughs> but because I probably dot dot dot. <laughs> If he did. <laughs> oh, fun times. Fun times. So, uh, anybody got anything else? Any any other any other things that we want to talk about how to train your dragon? We didn't go into like a scene by scene breakdown just because it is so new. No. Right. And I feel like this movie, since it's still so fresh, if I'd seen it like if this was like my third time seeing it, I probably mm-hmm. could go into a breakdown of it. But it's like so many of the what stuck out to me were the character interactions more so than like right the story and because it's like the story is kind of weak for this movie so but so for me what I like really took from this movie were how the the characters like talked to each other and interacted with each other so that's what so what you took was how to talk to dragons or how to talk to people <laughs> but not do, in the theater don't do that don't in the do it theater. in the theater. Or Josh will get angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's um, for me. It was more characters than it would necessarily be like the story, kind of thing. Gotcha, Gabby. I mean, I'm good. Like, I think they ended uh, the franchise, and I'm excited to see what DreamWorks brings us next. Because I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think they have any more sequels to anything in the pipeline. I think what we'll see next is probably going to be something new. And that gets me excited. I agree. So, um, well, uh, Gavin, uh, do you got anything uh, on Podcateers that you want to promote? Um, We're doing our uh, March Mayhem tournament um, coming up soon. So... Um, right now we're taking submissions for everybody submitting their eight favorite Disney characters. And then we're going to bracket style tournament, eliminate them like March Madness. And it's going to be all kinds of fun. So jump in the game. Uh, just go to podcateers.com for more information. I just thought of something that we could do, Hannah. What? We can do March Sadness where <laughs> we'll, we'll do we'll do March Sadness and and what it'll be is it'll be the top character deaths in animation and we'll do a bracket of 16 and we'll whittle it down oh gosh that would... that'll be March Sadness wait or is it March or is it still February it's still February okay yeah yeah so we, we, still, more days. we still got we still got time Friday's the first of March all right so, so for March go. Sadness that's Mace hilarious Hughes, that's gonna be your new row now, isn't it? <laughs> that one time Goku died, and then the other time Goku died, and then the other all time Goku our died. Sail- various Sailor Moon characters. That one time when all the Sailor Scouts <laughs> died at one episode. Yeah, Josh was just like, "Did they seriously all just die?" I go, "Yeah." That's how they did I mean, it. It's, it's gonna be tough to beat Mufasa, but you know, somebody, anybody. <laughs> Have you seen the video of the dog watching? Yes, that? and it's just like yeah. that's such a sad dog. Just like, 
<laughs> um, I was trying to think of for do you me. Want, hey, Gavin, do you want to get those chuckleheads so they can kind of promote their thing? Uh, no? No want to bring we, the chuckleheads in? Yeah, this uh, might be too busy. <laughs> and there's a whole headphone situation, and nah. Too much. Nah. Too much to do. Maybe next time we'll just get them some lavalier mics and they can just pay attention the entire time and just like get us with wonderful there commentary. <laughs> I like this idea of March sadness. Though. Right? Doesn't what I'm do you think, Gavin? To... What do you think about March sadness? Can we go like top character it, deaths? Or is it like it'll be it'll be different than anybody else is doing. Exactly. Is it, is it character deaths? Just character deaths? Doesn't matter if they're the good guy or the bad guy. No, we'll do character deaths. Animated character deaths. I'll have to think about this. Yeah. They'd be a good one. Because I watch some dark stuff, so I'm like, mm. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Mine'll all be like anime. And I'm over here going, The Other Mother from Coraline. <laughs> was that sad? No. Well, see, yeah, it's it got to be cool. sad. It's got to be like, sad, for me, though. though. What well, did they so say? It'd be eliminated in the, is, in the okay, first Okay, what round. did they say in the episode of Doctor Who? Don't blink. It's like sadness is cool for. I don't remember. I haven't watched, you know. Sadness blink. is cool, like for. I, I'll have to try to find the. But like for me, when I hear the word sadness and death, I think cool? Question mark. That's gonna make me your sound inner hot really... topic shopper is. <laughs> Yes, it's coming out there, Hannah. The teenage goth Hannah is taking over right now, so apologies. Um, Yeah, we're gonna put a um, we're gonna put a pin in March sadness. Something about yeah. Okay, I like this idea. Maybe maybe we'll do March sadness next year. Maybe we'll actually have like an actual thing instead of what like five days before the end of the month oh yeah like make a bracket and then have people vote on it yeah like what those dudes are doing mm-hmm. that would yeah work. they they were smarter yeah we didn't they think were about it more well uh, it's because gavin knows basketball and all that crap so <laughs> well it's also our second year so yeah there you go we, so, we've been doing it we can make that work oh you better tell charlie to be quiet she doesn't like being on the podcast because she doesn't like her voice so if she hears right. it, she's gonna she's gonna be like, "Oh, I heard myself," and then just. Do you know cry. what I uh, I hear? Spoiler: She won't hear it. <laughs> oh, that's that's hurtful. I, I I hear quite frequently like, "Who's on the podcast with Josh this week?" I go, "That that's me." Hi, that's, that's my voice, and they're like, "No, it's not." I go, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's my voice." Oh. Sorry, sorry, you don't recognize my voice that you're currently listening to. <laughs> Fun times. Fun yeah. times. All right, so Gravy, where can everybody find you? I am on Instagram at Gavin Audison Art. You can find me co-hosting Podcateers on Podcateers Podcast. Uh, it's basically Podcateers on all the things. So Podcateers.com and at Podcateers on all the social medias. Hannah, where can people find you? Always can find me on Instagram and Twitter. At a silly red. Really sorry for that delay. <laughs> I was like, I'm a little tired. What was going on? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Twitter at Animate Podcast. And on Tumblr, Animation Station Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean, and on our website. 
animationstationpodcast.com. Oh, he finished it. You want me to say the dot com? Yeah. Dot com. Uh, dot com. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Ah, no worries. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good in the uh, hood. Uh, oh, the Oscars are tonight, good aren't they? Good in the booth. Aren't, aren't the Oscars tonight? Hopefully Spider-Verse gets something. Spider-Verse should win animated it should film. should win all the things. Yes. And, and here's hoping that our boys over at Tyco come out with yep. a win tonight. Have you seen the trailer yep. for Laika's new movie? Yes. Yep. I'm intrigued. I saw it again yesterday, and then I saw Secret Life of Dogs too. I haven't seen the first again, one. or the the trailer, and this this time mm-hmm. they're adding Harrison Ford. As it's like yep. Harrison Ford's. He's basically Rooster Cogburn. Yes. Um. It's like Harrison Ford's like de- voiceover debut or something like that. Which he'll probably only have a few minutes, and they'll pay have paid millions of dollars. Oh to yes, do it. yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, remember when they paid Marlon Brando a million dollars to be uh, Jor-El in Superman? Superman. Oh my gosh, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, and he yeah. has three minutes of dialogue, and that is I wish is that it. was my life. Right? Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Do three minutes of work, get paid millions of dollars. Or when Anthony Hopkins yeah. won, like, Best Actor, and he was in 22 minutes of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in his defense... He was he was in all twenty two minutes of that movie, and he is. Uh, you you forget it's Anthony Hopkins when you're watching him in those twenty two minutes. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah. So, in his defense for that one, at least. Hi, Charlie. He says hi, Charlie. Hi guys. Hi. Wave dipper. She she says wave. Oh. <laughs> Well, hey, let her know that we can't cuss on here. She can't say turd nugget. Well, okay, we had I'll to restart her. this morning because of some language in which you spoke. So uh... shut up, Hannah. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, thanks everybody for coming on the animation station. Uh, be sure and check out all of our wonderful content on the social medias, which we said yeah. our episodes uh, on all of the podcasting places, our website. Um, check out our unlock streams. Um, that's every Wednesday at nine p.m. Central. Great time. Great time. Fun time. Fun for the whole family. Yeah. Right before the news. Um, <laughs> and then be sure and uh, check out next week's episode where we do the Dragon Prince with some special guests. Awesome. Ooh. Yup. I am. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited for Dragon Good. Prince. It's no, just I can't been like tell. it's just been dragon, 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 dragon. I didn't um, like get you a bait for Christmas. Oh, uh, bait's awesome. So yeah, all of those the problems that we had in the first season with like blocky choppiness, all gone. Okay, then I might give and season. A, I might give this oh, a try so though. Cause yeah, it, if you guys listen to our gone. previous episode. I had I had some issues. Hannah with, didn't like it. I did not. I was not a fan. <laughs> so um, and there's actually story. And character development. Oh, now. that's nice. And they're like, that oh. was completely lacking in the first they, part. No, it was there. It was. It <laughs> was. You had to squint to see it. Yeah, but it was there. No, Anna. No, it was there. <laughs> it's like it's like Gavin's hairline. It's like it's like it's there. It's just like really hard yeah. to see. It's just it's just under my headphones. Exactly. Band that's right why now. it's hard to see. Yeah. Okie dokie, right. then. <laughs> All right. Uh, so thanks everybody. Thanks Gavin for coming on. We'll have you again. On again when which comes out next first Frozen Toy, Toy, or Toy Story, Story? Four. Yeah. Toy Story. Yeah. We'll do Toy Story. All right. All right. So uh, for the Animation Station podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Hannah. I'm Gavin. Bye bye, little butterfly. Show you all. Made you look.
Okay, well, I guess we can go ahead and uh, start this thing. Uh, welcome, good. everybody, to the uh, Animation Station podcast. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm Hannah. And uh, today we're joined again by Mr. Gavin Otteson of the Pocketeers. How's it going, Gavin? Uh, it's going great. I'm, I'm really proud and honored to be on your NPR show today. Uh, well, well, thank you, sir. Um, we, we look forward to having you um, back many, many times. Um, so first, let's kind of go ahead and dive into the episode. Um, Hannah, do you have any news? Um, there's all the news about the fruits baskets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't do NPR anymore. Maybe not. It's very calming, though. <laughs> it's very calming to talk like this. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous to listen to on a drive home from church. Yeah, that, I could hear that. I've had a couple almost accidents mm-hmm. because of NPR, so yeah. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be playing wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> a 12-year-old savant from Ohio is going to be serenading to this today on a cello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a nice cello. It oh, was. Well, thank you, uh, thank you, Augustine. Um, is that a good? Is that a name for a 12-year-old prodigy, like cello prodigy? Yes. Augustine. Augustine. Uh, let, we can no, no. That. He goes by Augustine, not Augustine. Mm-hmm. Augustine. Augustine, very pretentious. Yes, he's, right vein. He's a little. He's a little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right vein, right vein. That uh, that would probably work with. Yes. Alrighty. Okay. Well, that's done with. <laughs> got it. Josh got, is got dying it, got over it, got here. My throat there. 